look at that, ladies and gentlemen. I'm recording something now. Isn't that fun? Yeah. How do you guys do? You like? Do you like that I'm recording it? Yeah. Hold on. <laughs> yeah. What? Noah, we just started. <laughs> What's going on? <laughs> so, all right. Well, 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 you're well, you're moving around. I'll say. I just wanted to we're say good. we're here with. Good. We're here with Raj Mahotra, or however you pronounce his name. <laughs> his, his fake stupid name. <laughs> He's uh, He works in the cannabis lab and knows a whole bunch about the cannabis industry. And there's they do testing and all kinds of things. And wow, it's like, wow, so many things that they do. It's incredible. <laughs> and he knows a lot about ethnicities and uh but especially about cannabis and cannabis testing and that whole thing and uh he's also been recently awarded the prize for worst introduction ever on by me also uh, raj i forgot to congratulate you on your engagement you're oh. engaged you're engaged yeah. and you're expecting right yes yes um it's been uh, it's been about a year now that uh, that I met my fiance and uh, you know um, things are looking up and um, I <laughs> we shouldn't actually be discussing this on, on the podcast <laughs> because um, this this baby will be born out of wedlock. <laughs> oh. Well, I mean, you didn't have to you didn't have to say that part, <laughs> and also. <we're, laughs> Is that a, is that a problem for your parents? Well, like it's a problem for the community that I come from, like because oh, um, okay. it's it's not like see like I think this is a, like this is actually a pretty good example of like of of how you know another group of people uh, identify another group of people based on based on race or ethnicity or or color or religion. Like we're if you if you grew up Hindu, right, you're not as conservative as like let's say if you grew up Muslim, because uh, there's a lot more restrictions and there's a lot more things that you can't do. That it's just like, and 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 I find that like it's true that like we're less traditional, but there are still some things that are that are conservative or that are still frowned upon, like uh, like being like like marrying someone out of wedlock so um i think marrying it's somebody out of wedlock yeah like like if you have a baby outside of wedlock um marrying marrying a baby um, like <laughs> marrying a baby marrying out, of, out wedlock. of wedlock right because yeah. like not not all not all like groups of people like accept that as as something you can do but in, in certain cultures it's accepted like for example Wait. my culture <laughs> where you have like yeah like like this actually happens where you have like older men who, who marry like younger kids actually that's like a real thing that happens in like uh for indians do you know any people that have married uh, like older men that have married children well, for example, like my grandma married my grandfather, which is thirteen years old. Wow. Yeah. Is and I think, I think if you go far back enough, you'll you, you'll find that like maybe your 
great-grandfather married the great-grandmother when she was 12. Is, the, is there... Is there an age of consent? What's the age of consent in India? <laughs> There's no consent in India. <laughs> even like, even technically legally in the law book? Uh, I don't think they even have legislation for something like consent. Wow. Guys, there's, um, so there's a, there's a family in the U.S. <laughs> How come I can't see uh, your face? I can only see Noah's face. And even Noah's face is, like, frozen. I don't know. Don't worry about Noah's face. All right. His face doesn't matter. <laughs> I can I can see your face, and that's all that matters. So so go on. Oh, so, yeah. So saying. there's um, there are living sons of... There are two people. There are two people who are alive right now who are the sons of like the eighth president of the United States or something like that. Yeah. Um. So their their um their grandfather was president in like 1790. Yeah. Their grandfather, because their grandfather had children when he was like. 80 or 75 or something like that. Oh, no. And then, and then his son had children when he was, like, 70. So um, because the, the men had children so late in the game that they're alive today, but their grandfather was president in 1790. Oh, no. My, grand, my grandma was born in, like, 1910. So their grandfather was alive, like, 130 years before that that blows my mind 130 years before that's that's incredible yeah like yeah yeah no no like uh, that amount of like age age gaps or gaps you know between like grandfather and grandson yeah is um i guess you never really get to know your dad then yeah yeah your your dad would be would be dead by the time you're like 2 yeah. Yeah, it's Harrison Ruffin Tyler. Uh he's okay. 89 years old and he's one of two living grand uh grandsons of President John Tyler who was born in 1790, one year after George Washington was sworn in as president. So the two wow. generations span literally the entire history of the United States. Mm. Have you met these people, Dan? No. I would love to. Have you met these guys? No, I haven't. Have they, has, that, has that family kind of inspired you to have to wait to have kids for another, you know, 50 years? Is that like what they do? Maybe that, yeah, maybe that's the goal. <laughs> I think I'm going to, I'm going to try to live to 100 and then have kids at 100. 100, have kids at 100? Yeah, that's fair. Yeah. Or, you know what, I'm going to, I'm going to have my sperm frozen and then... I'm going to instruct that uh, someone be impregnated with my sperm like 150 years after my death so that my grandchildren are alive like 250 years from now. <laughs> <laughs> but who was he? <laughs> Papa, Papa, who was he? <laughs> he was your father. <laughs> yeah, just because I want those kids to make a really interesting news story like in 250 years. <laughs> 
I'm gonna put the left name on the map, maybe. <laughs> so when you're talking, uh, um, when you're talking uh, about how your grandma was uh, six years old when she got married, right? You said, or did you say five or six? <laughs> I said four. I said four. Okay. Sorry. Um, how old was your grandfather at that time? I think he must have been like 18 or 17, something like that. That's pretty cool. It's different. <laughs> it's definitely different. Okay, we've had a lot of numbers thrown around. I don't know. What, I don't know which ones are related to reality and which ones it's, are. It's uh, it's it's thirteen, thirteen for uh, for the lady, and I'd say seventeen. Okay, it was seventeen and thirteen. Okay, that's that's not as bad. I thought maybe you said seventeen originally, but I thought you said like seventy or something. No, no. <laughs> that that would have been a whole other ball game. That is a different ball game. That's a yeah. very bad ball game to play. Oh, oh, yeah, yeah. No, no, no. That's that's definitely not the ball game that we're playing. I mean, yeah. who? Yeah, I guess you. I guess you could do that. Is is like is sperm still fertile at that age? At the age of thirteen, seventeen, seventy, it can be a yes, seventy. I um. Yeah, it can be. Men theoretically can have children like, throughout like, throughout their whole life. We don't have menopause. I guess. I guess over time, though, like your fertility rates as a man do drop. I have to imagine. Not if you're me, but for most guys. <laughs> um, <laughs> what's, what's different about you, though? Just like Superman sperm. Uh, I go to the gym once every couple months. He's 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 had it tested, <laughs> and it's um yeah it's it is Superman sperm. Mm -hmm. That's how they test it. That's the results. Hey, hey Raj, a question for you. Um, what are your thoughts? I know we've talked about this a lot. Yeah, but um, just for our audience here, what are your thoughts on physical therapists? Um, like, do you feel like there? Because I know you have a family member who we won't mention, um, who is like way above physical therapists, right? Sure, 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 sure. Yeah. What does that family member do, and why are they above physical therapists, and how? So they are a medical doctor uh, who is a physiatrist, and in many ways. Um, they are, I think as a medical doctor, they're, they're able to prescribe medication. They're able to, to, um, to, to write referrals to other types of specialists. And more so, um, more than the powers that are granted to them, they, they in some capacity um, confer with physiotherapists. They, I mean, not in some capacity. And if they are at the clinic, then I would say that they like the physiotherapists need to go to them in order to uh, in order to get you know like like a scan or like in order to refer their client to get a scan or to or to get all these things that you need prescriptions for and more than that so, they also run yeah. the clinic I believe. So with that in mind, yeah. do you feel like anybody that's studying to become a physical therapist just wasting their time? <laughs> um, 
I actually, I actually, I actually know some physiotherapists who end up um, applying to become, uh, to like applying to med school. I don't, I don't know why I thought you were gonna say who end up trying to commit suicide. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, I like the 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 suicide rate for. It's funny that you mentioned that because the suicide rate for physiotherapists yeah, it is, funny is, that I mentioned that. is it parallels rates uh, with uh, with uh, with dentists. And uh, <laughs> if, if we know anything about dentists, oh man, like killing each other. Yeah, there's one thing I know about <laughs> dentists is that all of them are dead. <laughs> before the age of before the age of thirty, a dentist is more likely I don't to know kill a, himself. I don't know a single dentist who's alive. Well, that that's the thing. Like we all grew up with dentists, and like by now they're just they like they're they're not on the map anymore. <laughs> or they got out. Yeah. They got out. <laughs> they got out, became physical <laughs> therapists. <laughs> they had a, that came another five years ago. See, see, to become a doctor, to become a, become a doctor, you first have to become a dentist. Yeah. And then and then to get out of that life, you have to become a physiotherapist. To be, so, and, okay. And, and then you have to apply to med school. So to become a doctor, you have to become that's a why, dentist. And that's then, why it takes... Only, that's why it takes, that's only why it takes after so you become a dentist, you can become a physical therapist so that you can apply to med school and become yes. a doctor. A, doctor, a, full, a, real, like, a real doctor. Like a full-fledged doctor. Yeah. Not like not like any of this like, like, like doctor of denti- doctor of dentistry school or anything like that. None of that bullshit. Like Dr. Raj right. Magician MDMA. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Specifically Dr. Raj Magician MDMA. <laughs> so, so MD I get is medical doctor, but yeah. MA is that like so you become a master, like no, you become a medical doctor with a master's in um, in in. Well, yeah. So the in art, um, the the MDMA um, was actually uh, it was first formed by Dr. Molly Parkinson. Um, oh. Yeah, and so she both invented MDMA and and she invented Parkinson's disease. <laughs> and <laughs> she, she invented Parkinson's? She didn't discover it. She couldn't have done that. No, I've she, heard of this, though. I've heard of this, actually, because, because um, I was reading a uh, Wikipedia article about Molly Parkinson. And apparently, uh, the onset of our Parkinson was because um, she was um, she was making something like she was she was you know like an like she was a medical doctor and everything, um, and she was uh, synthesizing she was synthesizing a, uh, a compound, um, and that compound in the lab got uh, got just got out of control. And um, you know, fast forward a couple of years, and she developed Parkinson's, like the first case of Parkinson's. Yeah. And and then she she um, she was lucky. She was a doctor. She was a dentist, so she she, <laughs> she didn't kill herself. But her children, her children developed Parkinson's. Yeah. <laughs> so, and as a result, you know, like. Uh, 
Voila, that's that's how mm-hmm. Parkinson's is. It's, yeah. all, it's all hereditary from there, isn't it? Exactly. Everybody that's, that's why ever had that's why there's Parkinson's, so many, it's all been... There's so many genetic studies on Parkinson's. That's why, like, a lot of the work that's being done is on a molecular level in regards to uh, treatment plans. I was actually, I was reading an, ar- an article about, um, about, about her too, probably the same, maybe the same one, um, about how she actually developed, developed Parkinson's. And one, one theory of it was, was that she kept taking way, way too fucking long to take a turn in Catan. And so she kept... <laughs> She kept playing games of Catan, and she would just wait until, like, the last five <laughs> seconds of her turn. And she would be like, hey, does anyone want to trade for, for Brick right now? And then, so it would be like, yeah, I want to trade, and then the time would run out. And I feel like that, that is actually why I wanted to bring you on here, Paris. I mean, Raj. Um, <laughs> because... Uh, I, you know, there was a time when I, I was trying to trade two ore and a wheat and a brick for one goddamn sheep. All right, so that's a deal that anyone would take in a fucking heartbeat, right? So, because I wanted to build a road and then a settlement, so so Noah couldn't take this the that three wheat four ore spot. Because I wanted it. And then you kept debating about it. And then you traded for me right at the very last second. And then I didn't have time to build a road. And then on the next turn, someone rolled a seven. And I had to discard half my cards. And I couldn't build my goddamn settlement. You piece of shit. Damn, damn, damn. Just consider it water under the bridge. Well, it's not water under the bridge for Molly Parkinson. I forgive you. She developed you. Parkinson's. I, for- I forgive you, Dad. Dad. <laughs> In memoriam of Molly Parkinson, I I forgive you. Thank you. That's all I wanted. <laughs> now, now, Noah, why are you laughing so much? What's so funny? I want to hear um, about these... Like these children that you were spending lots of time with this weekend. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> it's funny when you, um, they, um, um. Mo- Did you say it's funny when you come? <laughs> <laughs> you don't know that, bub. <laughs> um. So, um, essentially, uh, what happened was, um, there. You know, when you go to an event and there's like, there is that age disparity between um, two groups of people, specifically men and women. And, um. Was it like a bunch of men in their late 20s, 30s, and just like a bunch of girls in their 10s? <laughs> I'm gonna call, I'm gonna call, I'm gonna call them 10s. <laughs> <laughs> it was it was a couple of it was a couple of thirties and tens. I'd she's, say for the yeah, part. she was a, a teenager. <laughs> exactly, and that's supposed to make it okay, I guess, depending if you're like North American or not. I just had trouble, you know, coming to terms with that, and that's like that 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 made it hard, you know, to have fun. Like, do you ever have a conscience? 
I've heard of one. <laughs> and when it when when it talks to you, when it speaks to you, do you listen? It says do it. It says do it. I'm trying more trying to not listen to my conscience. I hear you. I'm kind of doing the same thing, but it's hard. It's difficult. Uh, but what were the, um... I guess we're opposites that way, Dan. That's that's why you know I. I wouldn't trade the sheep, but you would, <laughs> right? Like, like I wouldn't, I wouldn't give you my sheep, no matter how much brick, no matter how much ore you gave me, right? Like, I just, I, I would find it very hard to come to terms with, uh, with that. So, yeah, I think that's... What were the, uh... What were the race demographics at this event that you were at? It was a very white event, as as always. But when there was people of color, I made sure to uh, talk to them and talk shit about the white people. Mm. That's good of you. <laughs> like, I, no, but this is this is another thing That's that awesome. I feel like you know, like white people need to understand that, like when when people of color talk shit about white people, it's it's not personal. Like they shouldn't be offended. And they should understand that that's like a way, that's the way people of color connect, you know, like, um, it's, it, it's, 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 if anything, impeding connection would be, you know, impeding connection within an ethnic group would be, um, would be racist. What about having an impeding connection? <laughs> um... So that's that's the next thing I wanted to talk to you about because at this event, at this event there was there was a lot there was a lot of bad happening, and um, <laughs> I I was trying to like not let my conscience get in the way you know of my my actions. Yeah. Uh, but um, my my peers got the best of them, and several. How so? Well, you know when you go into like the wee hours of the night, and um, everyone's everyone's just gone, and you're wondering like where are they, and you and you leave you leave your campfire, and you go looking for them, and then you see you see the blood on their face, you see the the limbs, you see you see some of those thirties on them tens. And it all kind of makes sense. And uh, that was another thing I was coming to terms with. Like, are these really my peers? Is this who I really want to spend time with if they're doing this type of uh, debauchery? And Have did, you ever experienced so that? Did you did you get inv did you get involved? Did you stop what was going on? Did you have a bit of a, you by, know, an intervention with by, them? By the time I got there, there was no imps to be spoken of. Wow. That's impressive. I mean, I don't necessarily support that, but that's impressive one way or another. In a way, that's true. Um, like, if you went into a this room... Was still, this was still like a small COVID, you know, small COVID uh, type of event. It wasn't, you know, one of the yeah. bigger, bigger, you know, ones. Like, if you went into a room of 3,000 people and mm. with only a very small pebble... And you mm. killed all three thousand people. I would say 
Man, I don't sip. That's awful. Kind of impressive. <laughs> 3,000 people? That was a pebble. With a pebble. That's... I don't even that's, know how you did that. That's insane. Like, that's that, very impressive. I think that rewrites the whole David and Goliath story. I mean, if you can strike one pebble and take out 3,000 imps, even though they're not Goliaths, I think that... Um, there's there's like a moral of a story there somewhere, and and I I get what you're saying, Dan. I understand what you're saying. Um, my devil throwing skills are just not there though yet. Yeah. How many grains do you think are in the average bowl of rice? Oh. Average bowl of rice. Now, are we talking? Um, because like, Let's say basmati you, rice. Um, yeah, I would say in one cup of, uh, of rice, you've got about, uh, I want to say like 5,000. 5,000 in one cup? Five, uh, well, I'd say 5,000 in, in half a bowl. So 10,000 in a bowl. I'm going to, I would say 800. 800? 800, yeah. That's that's almost one-fifth of my estimate. Uh, do you, uh, you want to make a Venmo bet right now? <laughs> Let's make uh, a Venmo bet for a dollar. Um, if I'm, if I'm closer that, to right... Take that bet, Raj. Yeah, if I'm closer to right, you know, then, you so pay, then, you, you, then you send me a dollar. Just in case you Venmo. lose, it won't matter because you don't have Venmo, so it's okay. <laughs> <laughs> PayPal. So uh, after conferring with my manager... Uh, Mr. Uh, Mr. Frieder, I have decided that I will take that bet. All right. So, question is, how many are you grains gonna, of Raj? Are you going to go with five thousand or ten thousand? I'm going. I'm going. I'm going ten thousand. Okay. In a bowl. In a bowl. In, in it's in one cup. Okay, in one cup. Okay, then then a, I have to. A cup. Re... Is, a cup is about a bowl. Is about a bowl's worth. That's a. That's a. I mean, that's more that's than valid. Cool, that's valid. Like, I guess I see what you're saying. You know, like mm -hmm. cooked, cooked, cooked rice in a bowl, uncooked rice in a cup. Yeah. All right. Okay. So I'm saying, I'm saying 800 grains in a cup. I'm saying. I'm gonna go with. I'm gonna go with uh, 2,000. 2,500. All right, 2, and I win. It is 8,640. Exactly <laughs> like I said. <laughs> Um, yeah, you went over, so you lose. Uh, <laughs> I had a feeling this was going to happen. <laughs> so, you know, I prepared by not having Venmo in advance. Yeah, that's, that's <laughs> a good move. Um, all right, time to play It's a Business. <laughs> oh my God, we forgot about yeah. this. Oh, I never forget. I just pounce later. <laughs> So, um, you the the rule the, the way the game is played, Raj, is that you you have to say it's a business without planning anything in advance, and then you say a business idea um, on the spot uh, off the top of your head, and you're not allowed to plan it out in advance. You just have to jump off the deep end, say it's a business, okay. and then go. Uh, no, do you want to do you want to give one to give him an idea? I can, yeah. or would you want to just jump into it, Raj? 
Uh, I'd like to jump right into it. Actually. Yeah, jump right into it. Okay. Get in there. Okay. So, um, people really enjoy the sound of um, crackling packaging tape, right? Mm -hmm. And often Amazon provides plenty of packaging, uh, almost too much packaging for the products. So, um, you can set up a YouTube ASMR uh, type, um, you know, like a monetized channel, where essentially you have, you know, a tenor uh, who is popping uh, these these bubbles by, by sitting on them. And you could record that. And in order to, like, in order to pass YouTube's uh, guidelines and what they can or cannot do, because it can't be too, um, too risque, um, you could essentially, um, like that. Mm -hmm. you, you can essentially have them have them just popping things like this and not um, just you know just just casually popping things like this and you can push traffic to uh, to you know like these these channels by way of um, um, having a social media presence on different platforms and uh, by going to different events yeah and then as an add-on on your website, you can have a product that teaches people each individual step to do that extremely complicated business plan you just came up with, um, where you teach them, where you teach them well, there's one video course about how to pop um, bubble wrap. Um, so it's, it's a series of 10 videos that break down all the steps for how to pop bubble wrap. And then, and then there's a series of 10 videos about how to upload a YouTube video. Um, there's a step. Did you say it's done by a tenor? When you said a tenor, did you mean a, a tenager? Yes, a tenager. Okay, yeah. <laughs> there's a, then there's a 30-part uh, video course about how to find a tenager to pop your bubble wrap for you. Exactly. <laughs> um, um, yeah, and um, that's, 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 that's one way to, uh, to make money in these COVID yeah. times. So, what well, what would you say is like a uh, a convenient way to make money during COVID nineteen? Actually, I've I've got a good one. Mm -hmm. okay, go ahead. Um, and that's something that I'm really actually shocked that people aren't doing in high numbers right now. Mm -hmm. um, we all know how well back scratchers sell. Mm -hmm. right? Millions. Yeah. People are constantly, especially you know, but. Typically, when somebody's buying a back scratcher, they don't want to buy it online. They want to test the back scratcher out, so they buy retail. Ah. Problem is, a lot of retail um, is closed or is you know is open and then closed. It's hard to get um, you know go buy in retail right now. There's certain retail stores that have actually gone under, so there's less options um, to go get a back scratcher. But what I would propose is buying large. No, buying small, tiny little portions of land, mm -hmm. like five feet by five feet, and that have bushes inside of them already, all over the world. We can start with just like, you know, a local test, um, which would be, I don't know, I could, I could do it here in Colorado. And there's lots of, like, here we have a lot of juniper bushes, which if you rub your back against them, um, you know feels great 
and you can get multiple parts of your back at one time. Um, and it's like a nature's back scratcher. And we could rent out a space for back scratching, um, you know, five a minute or something like that. And there's there's little little bits of land all over the place. You can get to them very easily and you don't have to go buy the back scratcher. Mm. Um, so as, as far as I'm concerned, as far as I know, nobody's done this yet. And I just, I'm really at a loss. You know, I'm think. Here's what I'm thinking. Um, you have a lot more people who are living in isolation, right? So they don't have other people who are looking, who can scratch their back, literally. And you and people also can't buy their back scratchers retail. So I'm thinking, no. make make yeah. a really niche, make a really niche yoga course that's about um, making your body more flexible, so that you can scratch every part, every inch of your back on your own. Um, it's called back scratch yoga. So if you do do the yoga thing, right? Yeah. It's very important to be to be conscious of of cultural appropriation. To be conscious. Yeah, you, you, you have to be you have to be <laughs> conscious and, and and both conscious and cautious of of ensuring that there's that that there is no level of cultural appropriation occurring mm -hmm. you can and, you can include that as part of the course and, yeah and you and, and back scratching yoga self back scratching yoga um profits, avoiding cultural appropriation profits uh you know 101 profits need like like so this is a thing that's happening now it's like there's a new wave of if if you have if you have an indian friend in order to, in order to make things right with everything that's happened in the past, you, you should you should redirect your profits to to your friends who are Indian. <laughs> yeah, yeah, or in order actually... to make things right, in order to make yeah. In order to make the things right that your ancestors did wrong. How about in order to access the course? It's not funny, Noah. About... What your ancestors did is no laughing matter. Tell me, tell me about what my ancestors did. <laughs> It's too traumatic for me to bring up right now, as you can tell. I, I, I mean, you, as as you know, and we've talked about this, <laughs> I did have a lot of ancestors that were trying to run ship in India and colonized India. Exactly. I'm, I'm actually surprised you're bringing that up in this conversation right exactly. now. Exactly. <laughs> I think it's time we had this conversation. That was part of that huge migration of, um, you know, really poor... Uh, Lithuanian Jews that became really rich by colonizing India. Yes. <laughs> the untold history. <laughs> the untold history, yeah. There's only, there's, I can only think of one reason why it's untold. And it's because it didn't happen. 
Oh, and so you got a denier over here. I'm saying oh no. I'm God. saying it's ridiculous. He's always denying all of these important historical events. No, I oh. absolutely not. I'm saying I think it's ridiculous that people aren't telling the story only because it didn't happen. That's all I'm saying. I think it's like just because it didn't happen is no excuse to rewrite history and say that it didn't. Wait, 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 hold on, hold, hold the phone. You're saying that Lithuanian Jews did not come to India, did not enslave my ancestors, did not take the grains of salt, did not, did not rob all the gold, did not, did not. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. And and I think it's ridiculous that anyone could say that that didn't happen. Okay. Just because it didn't happen doesn't mean that that gives you any right to present a form of history that didn't happen. <laughs> um, so I have a serious question. <laughs> Why did marijuana get? Uh, why did marijuana get uh, prohibited around the world? Um, I've, so, looked in, I've looked into the history about the U.S. <laughs> prohibiting it. Yeah, we fine. So it was that. Um, so there, there, there are a few theories. One is that um, is that hemp was. Um, because of new technology, it was becoming much more e uh, easy to process and was mm. going to be this, like, billion-dollar crop. But then, like, people who ran uh, newspapers, it would have cost them a lot of money to switch from regular paper over to hemp, and they started printing stories about marijuana and, like, basically manipulated the politicians into making it illegal. Oh. That's one thing I heard. I also heard that, like, um, it was because uh, Mexican immigrants uh, were... Uh, like kind of introduced the uh, way to smoke cannabis by like by smoking it, uh, and then there was a lot of racism uh, and like xenophobia against those Mexican immigrants. So they called it marijuana because it's going to be scary to white people. And they made it illegal. There's a whole bunch of different reasons. So I can kind of grasp what happened in the U.S. But what happened like with the rest of the world? Why did the whole world ban marijuana? So, like, what essentially happened was, um, at that time, there was a war on drugs happening, like a global war on drugs, and it was spearheaded by, um, actually, the, uh, the Nixon administration at that time, and in order to tow the line, um, they, the American government ended up uh, threatening uh, different nations and different countries um, uh, with, uh, with 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 either trade deals going awry, or they were they were threatening to uh, threatening the uh, the existing alliances that 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 were formed with the American government. There was a lot of things happening in the seventies. I mean, if we if we go back in time, I mean, there was a lot of wars happening. There was Vietnam happening. There was they also wanted to uh, stamp out communism and things of that nature. So uh, they needed to they needed to use uh, 
cannabis as a um, as one of the uh, as the lightning ground to uh, to carry out their agendas around the world. So wait, so so that so that was that was only in the seventies. That like was marijuana legal in most of the world until the seventies. So no no so uh, I believe um, I believe marijuana was prohibited in the nineteen thirties actually. Okay. Yeah, but it was really in the seventies when they started cracking down on uh, on illegal on illegal substances such as cannabis. But in the thirties, like it was in the thirties, right? Like they they ended up. Um, it was after. Either after or during the Great Depression, that they had decided to prohibit cannabis production and cannabis distribution and all of these things related to cannabis. Yeah. Wait. So, so like we're okay. We're looking at the. I understand the the Nixon part. Mm. Um, but what what was it like? Where like when did when did most of the world actually make it? Illegal, because at a certain point it was legal in most of the yeah, world. Yeah, so like, so like in yeah, I think in India, it was sometime uh, during the administration of Indira Gandhi uh, in the seventies when it became prohibited. In Canada, it was prohibited in the uh, like around the same time. I think in the same decade, so probably in the thirties. Um, then in different parts of the world, uh, based on you know, based on. Based on alliances with the American government, it became prohibited. And also, like with the United Nations and the UN treaties that were that were formed, okay. that were formed after, right. like, wait, like wait, after wait, World wait. War II. That's, is there is there is there a way to like uh, avoid this noise in the background? <laughs> <laughs> Like the, it's like they're juggling pots and pans. <laughs> they're making food. Oh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> sure, sure, sure. I can go to a more quiet place. Give me one second. I'll go upstairs. One second. The connection might drop, but okay. let's take that chance. Um, so anyways, Noah, now that we got rid of him, <laughs> anything you wanted to say? I wanted to ask you about, um, like, do you, do you really believe in Alps? Was that, I couldn't tell if you were joking when you were talking before, um, or if you really do, really do believe in Alps. I kind of have, uh... And if so, what type of elves? Kind of have. Do you want specific? Kind of have my my foot on each side of the line. Um, I'm like, yeah. I can believe, like, I can believe in elves. Um, but I yeah, I, I believe I'm in back. elves, but I don't specifically don't believe in elves. Like, I don't believe in them, but I don't. It's not that I think that they don't exist. Um, that's you know, elfish talk. Yeah. That's elfish talk. That's what yeah. they want you to believe. Yeah. Why do you feel like almost all elves currently, I mean, historically, it makes sense to me, but currently are still portrayed as all white. All elves are white. Almost all mm. elves are white. Um, it's because um, people of color don't really believe in fantasy. Like, um, 
thing. People of color don't believe in fantasy. <laughs> don't believe. Raj, I got you on the record for that one, man. No, people hear me out. 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 There are too many things happening in the lives of people of color that they cannot be bothered to play things like Magic the Gathering. <laughs> they cannot be bothered to read a thousand-page novels by Mr. Uh, 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 Token or Tokian or or George J.R. J.J. Martin with his Game of Thrones fucking orgy saga. They, they cannot be... They, like, they're fighting real problems in their own lives. I have a friend who's Indian who plays Magic the Gathering. So there are exceptions. Okay. Raj, there are exceptions. Would probably argue that that's the majority not real, of people of color probably not a real are Indian. oppressed. Are you an world. elf? I am not an elf. That is that is that is your profession talking. <laughs> are you are you Jeff Sessions' son? Because he's a Keebler <laughs> elf. Clearly, we all know that. So. Jeff Sessions, it's funny that you mentioned Jeff Sessions. He comes from um, he comes from a part of the United States where I actually have uh, have family. A family where where he comes from. In the in the tree fort in the magic woods? Yeah, well Yes. Yes, I have to admit to you that yes, um, I do have some extended family. That um, that essentially um, they married into money. Do they smoke marijuana? <laughs> they they do a lot. They do they do all kinds of things. Huh. Um, and and they, this is why they, this they're, is, now they're like reading fantasy and now not including that that side of the world. Yeah, like they have you ever. Met. Do you look down on, on people of color that, that aren't interested in fantasy? I look down on people of color who have... You do? I, I look <laughs> down on sucks. people of color who, uh, I would say, have... Um, who have crossed over to that side and have forgotten about Fan where they come fantasy from. Fantasy Yes. Yeah. But more specifically, to the side where they are privileged enough to enjoy fantasy. Like so, you. So you look down on somebody of color who's crossed over into privilege. Yes, yes. <laughs> <laughs> so you're saying they're not like a real person of color. No, unless, no, unless no. they stay. Unless they are oppressed, they are not a real <laughs> person of color. This is this is the truth. This is why I am an expert of race relations. I've seen it all. Mm. There's, there's well, just. You're an expert of race relations because you believe that people of color that are privileged are are not real people of color. I, I, you look down on that. That's I, why you're. That's those. That's the reason why you're an expert. I will admit I did not write the book on this, but but you did write a book. 
I, I did, I did, and it is available for sale on um, on on Amazon. Mm-hmm. Um, it is. I actually remember you were advertising for that book um, on MySpace last week. That was. Um, <laughs> did you get a lot of hits on that? <laughs> um, yes. So during uh, during the mid, um, I would say the mid two thousands, uh, when Facebook was becoming more and more popular um, and MySpace was losing members and their their viewership was decreasing. It became a hotbed for for my for my target market. And as a result I developed a following on MySpace where essentially I was able to sell a lot of books or uh, that concerned race relations and systems of oppression and things of that nature. So, yeah. Here's, here's my plan for you as a professional marketer, which I am. Um, so you, you, you write a book and you can only get to the book through a link that you post on your MySpace <laughs> and then you use Facebook ads to advertise... Uh, to get people to go to your to MySpace my page so that they can click the link and go to your book page. That is a very intelligent idea. See, th- these are examples of ways you can help your friends who are people of color. Noah, listen. Yeah. Noah, yeah. you don't listen okay. sometimes. I'm, sometimes you just smile and laugh. But you should listen to your friend Dan. He's giving you yeah. good, giving good advice. Mm-hmm. What have you, you can... learned so far on this conversation? <laughs> well, I'm learning about um, how to become an expert in race relations. There's no doubt about that. That uh, was the main point that I wanted to have this conversation. And and that if you make any amount of profit, you should give some to <laughs> Dan. To Dan, so he can do the right things with it. <laughs> By... Facebook ads for more Facebook ads. Yeah. So anyways, when did the world actually so, make marijuana? So Dan is like a half person of color. He's not the full person of color. I'm like a half and a half. You're like getting there with like your hair, <laughs> with your beard. <laughs> you're, you're on the trajectory to becoming a person of color. I'm, I'm glad you're. I'm glad you're the only person who seems to recognize my strategy. Soon, would be good if more people recognize that strategy. The next time you go to India, I imagine you'll you'll look exactly like us. Yeah, I hope so. You're getting there. I I, I have faith in you and your ability to turn into a person of color. Sia, when did the world make marijuana illegal? <laughs> It was like in the 30s. Okay. In so, the 30s is when the whole world. So the, why why did won. why why did the world prohibit it then? Because it wasn't the Nixon administration's war on drugs. No no no. So at that so, time, um, they needed a reason to. Um, they were specifically targeting um, cannabis uh, in order to put people of color down. So uh, specifically black people and Mexicans. 
it was a way to um, to spread pop uh, propaganda into into the world uh, because there was a belief at that time that um, that marijuana made people of color go crazy and rape white women. I heard that. That was, like, that was like a real. That was a real fear, and uh, they they like they they ran on platforms like this kind of a thing. So. That's why that's why marijuana was made. Okay, so so I get I get I can understand that happening in the U.S. But then why did why did that happen in the rest of the world? Was the whole world against black people and Mexicans? There's a lot of racism in all the world. So there's this common misconception that only racism exists in in the states, but that is that's that that's only a percentage of the world. As as human beings, we've kind of developed this um, this pattern of thinking where if we see a person of color, um, we think that they that they are a threat to us, kind of a thing. So uh, yeah, in many ways, um, the whole world was racist, and um, it uh, it made cannabis get prohibited. I'm 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 just curious. I'm curious about the about the coordination, because uh, like the whole world can be can be racist yes. at the same time. But obviously, it wasn't just an accident if the whole world had this wave of prohibition um, at once. Um, you're right. You're right. Um, so, in order for that to happen, so at the time, you know, there wasn't any Facebook, there wasn't any MySpace. You know, news traveled a lot slower. Yeah, it's Friendster. I don't know why people keep thinking that there wasn't Facebook and, and Instagram back then. What? Like, like you're, you're also, like, in this group of deniers about that. Well, everybody's always saying, oh, it's, it's not like now. Like, we have, you know, social media and lots of, um, you know, internet outlets. And it's just like, God, you're just so oblivious and ignorant to the fact that these have always been here. I, I like to... Like, forever. I like to... I like to keep an open mind of a lot of things. I'm an open-minded individual. I'm sure you can tell. But when it comes to when it comes to these theories of like social media existing at a time when when they didn't even have email. <laughs> how can you have How can you have social media? Why do you think email needed to come beforehand? Well, if if you can't email a link to your friends, if you can't email, like Noah, if you can't email Dan a link to your LinkedIn, how is your LinkedIn going to get noticed? He's got a on point, LinkedIn. Noah. But he does, Dan's not on LinkedIn yet. We just, we just message via LinkedIn. No. He's not on LinkedIn yet. LinkedIn, LinkedIn would have Dan, been. I thought you were on LinkedIn. I am on LinkedIn. But think about how. Yeah, think see, about he how is, Dan. He is on LinkedIn. Think about <clears throat> no, but think about how. See, you were wrong about that. So mm -hmm. how can I trust you, Noah? You know, if you didn't even know that Dan had a LinkedIn, how can Noah, I trust you about this theory? Noah, listen. Sometimes you just you 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 go A C. You don't go A B C. You go mm -hmm. one. Three. You don't quantum know. physics. <laughs> it's quantum physics, baby. You're missing the twos and the bs. 
How did you get onto LinkedIn? I didn't need an email. Then how were you just born with it? This is this. Yes. This is see. This is another thing. Finally, is, I will admit. I will admit that LinkedIn always existed for white people. <laughs> and maybe, maybe I'm maybe I'm at fault here, where, where, where people of color needed to get an email from their from their connections who were white to begin with. And so, that's that's how it caught on. So I don't know your world, Noah. I don't know your world as a Lithuanian Jew colonizer. I don't know. I, I don't I don't know what it's like to to take over a piece of land <laughs> to enslave its people. <laughs> I don't know these things. So I'm still learning things on a daily basis. <laughs> are you? Yeah, you're. Are you like trying to learn more about that? Because you're trying. You're like on your own kind of colonization and slaving other people's type of path. But I don't. I was. I've been asking you this, and you're kind of in. You're kind of in plans to really for this to come to fruition. But who? Who do? Now that we're on the podcast, Raj, who do you plan to enslave? I think I think it's gotta go back to it's like a circle, right? Like you gotta enslave your masters. Oh, do you feel like you have, you've got the Lithuanians? Masters? The Lithuanian Wait, Jews. That was a close one. I thought you were going in a different direction there. Go, go to Lithuania and enslave all of the Jews there. All point five. How, how do we enslave all the point five? How many of them are there? I'm just saying 0.5 because, like, there is a Jewish history there, but there aren't actually Jews there. I don't think maybe there's a couple. It's possible. It's very possible. You can have yeah. them. You can have them. Um, so, anyway. That's, that's what I'm talking about. Thank you for giving me the Lithuanian Jews. You have to give to your, to your friends who are people of color. You have to give them these things. I'm, I'm glad to give your Jews to your friends of color. <laughs> it's the only way to make it right. Yes. I, as a person of German ancestry, would know. <laughs> um, so anyways. Oh, I didn't know that. <laughs> we can learn a thing or two from the Germans. <laughs> <laughs> God damn it. They were, they were experts, right, in uh, learning how to deal with <laughs> Where did the video go? So, so anyways, I don't know, I still have video. So anyways, um, supposedly they didn't have, you know, supposedly they didn't have Facebook and Instagram back in the 1930s. So then, so then, um, how did the whole world coordinate this um, prohibition of, of marijuana at the same time? So the, uh, the prohibition of marijuana was coordinated, um, was coordinated uh, using, um, you know, this might sound a bit radical, but, you know. Geothermal energy. You could peg me as a radicalist for saying this. It wouldn't be the first time that when people hear the truth, they 
they jump to such uh, such labels. But um, it was actually it was actually in the water. It got into the drinking supply. <laughs> All of the drinking supply of the entire world. So this was this was this was a completely unforeseen event that could not have been predicted. But with the right um with the right having events that took place the way they did and the right um linear progression of events one after another. Um, cannabis was prohibited. I like the I like the idea of um, using Facebook ads to advertise <laughs> this uh, this podcast and present it as though it's just like a very serious analytical discussion of like uh, marijuana and its history, and, like that prohibition. <laughs> and then the, it just goes, and then this is. Uh, this is what they get. An even more serious, even more analytical discussion of uh, marijuana history. Raj, did you, did you get anything nice out of your ear right there? Mm -hmm. I, um... You were just digging in your ear, and then you were looking down at your finger that you were using to dig into your ear. I thought I left some money in my ear, but no. Mm -hmm. Did you get any goodies? What kind of colors were in there? There was, um... There was some... Is this orange? yellow it's uh it's colors of the rainbow starting with orange ending with yellow you guys want to see what i have in in my ear sure check this out oh no uh, uh, it's, an it's an ipad touch i mean that, an ipod touch is that how you're recording that's, no uh, that's well i mean i guess i could do uh, that i could just put it up here and then in the spirit but why of do you keep this conversation, yeah. just so you know, that's what why people keep in their ears, okay? iPod touches. See, I'm going to write that down. It's coming out of my yeah. next book. Uh-huh. <laughs> my next book drops um, actually in the third third quarter of 2020, so have a look out for that. It fits right in there. Yeah. Right, right inside there. I keep it. There it is. I just put it back in whenever I need Pretty neat, huh? Um, yeah. If you look, I'm sure Noah hides uh, shiny things in his orifices. If, uh, like, I. <laughs> you should see what's inside Noah, of this tank. Noah, where do where do Jews hide their gold? <laughs> um. Sorry, I was messing with the recording. Uh, where do Jews hide their yeah, gold? Where do Jews hide their gold? Well, you're 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 a Jew expert. You tell me. <laughs> um. <laughs> what? That's not how this works. 
<laughs> I tell that was, you, that was like, I tell you, that was one of your, that was one of the books that you wrote. You wrote. I may have written. Uh, the book was entitled "Where Jews Hide Their Gold." <laughs> um, you know, dot dot dot. All the answers you need about hidden gold by Jews. The by Raj. R- by Raj, magician MDMA. Doctor Raj, magician MDMA. <laughs> So, you know, if anybody's qualified, not only just about if I, Jewish history, if, but about specifically the okay, history of gold okay, so if I was possession of, of Jews, you know, then that's... If you. I was a person of color and I wanted to find your gold, where would I look? Where would I look first? <laughs> for all the... Let's uh, start there. For all the... Uh, everybody listening out there this book actually does exist and <laughs> and uh, Raj just won't come clean about it and I don't know why I don't know if you came to a different conclusion about about the answers that you you know the research that you did in that book that you've come to a different conclusion now Have you? um so I had only surveyed about about 10, 10 Jews when I wrote that book. Mm-hmm. Now, these were some very knowledgeable Jews who came from different parts of the the Jewish kingdom. Um, <laughs> the Jewish kingdom? The Jewish Westchester. Kingdom. <laughs> Westchester. Uh, Crown Heights. <laughs> um, some of them did come from Westchester, I will admit that. Um, but others came from, from parts of San Diego. Um, some of them came from, um, actually, did you know that there's a lot of Jews in Albania? Did you know that there aren't? I... (laughs) (laughs) Depends on what you mean by a lot. It depends what you mean by Jew, actually. Yeah, yeah, it does. Depends what you mean also by Albania. Well, speaking of Jews... That could be any number of places. Speaking, I mean, that, that's a pretty sensitive Jews, conversation. What what makes what makes a Jew Jewish? Um, well, there's two separate categories. Okay, go ahead. You've got Jews, and then you've got people that are like Jewish, they're like kind of Jewish. You know, like they're kind of Jewish. Yes, yes, yes. So... Let's assume, let's assume I was asking the question with that definition of Jew and Jewish. Um, but how would you expand on the differences between a Jew and someone who's Jewish? Um, how much you hate women. <laughs> What's the difference if you treat women with equality or if you don't? Okay, let's say hypothetically we don't treat women with equality. What would they be characterized as in this in this case are they Jew- i think i've already, already dug uh, dug a too too deep of a hole here why oh boy <laughs> i'm gonna offend some people <laughs> what's the difference b- between a chin and a christian oh oh that's a that's a conundrum wrapped in an enigma is it because christ had a chin but so did Muhammad. Mm. But mm. then we have Christians. 
where is that proven? Yeah, like like I I, I would have to agree with Noah on this. Where where is this written that Muhammad existed, and and the, with the with the chin? And, so are you are you guys saying that maybe only Christians have chins, or descendants of Christians? Well. How do you even well, know that Christian that you know the original Christians had chins? Besides these depictions that we see, which are, as far as I'm concerned, hearsay. Maybe this could have been this could have been chinless people. Maybe it's that the Jews didn't have chins, and then, and then when Christ created Christianity, it was to give people chins, so they're Christ's chins. Yeah, I could see that happening. But I can see that happening. I actually heard about uh, the the people that existed before before the Christians, and um, these were some brutal people. Um, they they ruled the land with with uh, with this barbaric sense of like putting people like putting. Did you did you hear the story of of Jesus Christ and what they did to Jesus? <laughs> they, 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 they put this poor, this poor white man on a cross for for how many days was it, Dan? Dan, Dan, where have you I'm, gone? I'm not here. <laughs> I think we should leave all these podcasts by like Dan and I just leaving. <laughs> I'm talking about Noah. Because <laughs> if you don't, I can drop some more hints. <laughs> I want you to drop a couple of okay. hints. Drop, drop the most intense hints, and then we're gonna end. We're gonna end it because I'm about out of battery. All right. So, okay. So a lot of things happened, right? Um, this this poor man. He was a carpenter and. He built things with his hands, and he was apparently, like, conceived, um, he was conceived and without any, his, his conception was, was immaculate, they say. There wasn't any, any friction. He, he just came out of thin air. Yeah, yeah, everywhere at the same time. Actually, that's how, that's what they mean when they, when they say that God is everywhere. He's got his DNA and everything that exists. And, and then, and then they had to torture him. Yeah, because of that. He was too powerful, I guess. I mean, that seems to be what happens, right? Like. Dan, you could probably agree yes, with this. The, the, the different, like, cupboards and desks and chairs were just too good, and he was getting this, like, monopoly on all of these carpentry works. Like, yeah. Like, it was like, yo, he is, like, seriously so good, and all of our carpenters' families in this whole region are losing work 
and their families can't eat. Like, we need to do something about this. That's that's essentially it. Um, there's there's nothing. It's a money driven crucifixion. Hey, it's a it's it, it's a transfer of power, right? Like whenever whenever a group of people, a minority, get too strong, uh, the majority tries to oppress them. They try to take away their power. That's a pretty good example of oppression. Yeah, that was. I wonder if there's been any other carpenters that have gotten too much power in the carpentry uh, industry, mm. like that, like like Jesus did. Yeah. Um. If you're a conspiracy theorist, some people say it's Molly Parkinson MDMA. Oh, this. Some people say that 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 was the real that was the real key to that ignition that drove her. Into Are Parkinson's. you one of these uh, one of these one of these people that says you know oh if you're into conspiracy theories some people say but what you really mean to say is I'm a conspiracy theorist and this is what I think. Some people, some people say that's what's going on. <laughs> some, yeah, I have to agree with Dan here. I people, mean, people have been saying that uh, that I'm that I'm actually a conspiracy theorist. You know, I see a lot of potential in you, Dan. Thank you, Raj. You that too. means a lot coming from you. You too can have a MySpace profile. Really. Without an email invitation. Wow. Is that literally possible at all anymore? I think I think it is. And I think you are... You can bring a balance to the force. All right, all of our listeners, please let us know if, you, if it's possible to make a MySpace account these days. And mostly if it's possible for me to make a MySpace account. We're going to need to crowdsource this information. Oh, my God. Anyways, everybody, um, I hope you've had a good... That was quite a ride for listeners of Snoopy. Oh, my God. So, man, I'm a changed, I'm a changed man. I'm unchanged. I remain unchanged. <laughs> I, Man, I wonder I if anyone's still listening all the way to this point. After. Is Man. this live? No, yeah. it's, it's not live. Well, it's, it's live. I'm time. alive. Um, hey, you so, guys I mean, if, anyone, if anyone's still listening to this podcast, send me a direct message at BackpackJesus on Instagram. I would, I'm, I would be seriously impressed. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> and kind of depressed, also. To find out that anyone. Raj, do you have any, do you have any last words for, uh, for the, for the audience out there? Um, any last pieces of advice? Jesus. Um. Any last piece of advice for any people of color out there listening that are making too much headway into becoming, you know, a bit too high the socioeconomic ladder? Jesus died for your sins.
and the Jews are to blame. <laughs> thank you, thank you, everybody, for being on uh, on Snoopy. You heard it from Raj himself. It's some rare and uh, golden advice that he's giving. All right, bye, everybody. <laughs> Bye. <laughs>